A little chit chat aims to make information available for everyone. The podcast transcripts are on elisalchitchats.wordpress.com for the hearing impaired and those who'd like to read instead. Thank you for engaging. Before I start, I want to extend this thank you, capital letter thank you, to the following people. This is my MTV award speech. LOL. No. <laughs> this is for encouraging me to use my voice even when I stumble. And I stumble. Lielek. Thank you to first and foremost. Thank you, God. I thank you first and I thank you last. To mom, to Dean, to Loiso, to Tisezo, to Matebo, to Z and Major. Please tell me I haven't missed anyone. <laughs> but to everyone who keeps up with this podcast, our podcast, and people who engage with me in conversations that give life that extra spice, thank you so much. My name is Renith and welcome to A Little Chit Chats, here on the podcast where we talk about our 3am thoughts, our afterthoughts, and of course, films. It's Tuesday, Tuesday. Now that I've obtained my newfound freedom, I've lost the ability to shut up. That sounds like an extremely mean thing to say about myself, but this is what I thought the day that I escaped from an uncomfortable conversation that I wish I never had. This is what I think when I've spoken and I'm like, I wish I hadn't. I drafted the beginning of this episode and I felt horrible right after, which is a reflection of what I'm about to talk about. I guess I felt like it wasn't worth the mention. Thinking about how there's been so many times where my mind has been racing and I'd want to talk about it makes me kind of emotional. I would literally type a long ass message and then delete it. Then I would record a voice note and I would look at how long I'd been talking and I'd stop and start over again. This happens over and over where there is all kinds of wrong with the messages typed or vocal and then I decide against saying a thing. I'd like to think that I've become the master of consoling myself for the fact that I can't share. But it's a lie. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Because it's all the same whether I do or don't. I feel sad that I didn't talk and I feel sad because I wanted to talk. Because in my perception, talking is also a bad thing. Let's start at the beginning, shall we? Remember when I mentioned that I'm overly nice? This used to be the extent that when I meant no, I would say yes. This was a variety of things. And my yes didn't always come in the form of me actually saying the word yes. It came in me staying quiet and somewhat ignoring certain things that I knew were wrong, but I was like... Okay, moving on. By not saying anything, people would assume that I'm agreeing with them, when in fact I wasn't. I was a runner. I still am. But as I said, I've kind of obtained this ability to speak up, but sometimes I can't tell whether I made a mistake by doing exactly that, or if hadn't I said anything or something, I would have been perpetuating something that I clearly knew was incorrect. Sometimes it's not even about right or wrong. I would feel like I was beside myself. Like, ugh. 
And I keep hearing what I said repeat in my head. From the outside, I'm sure it looks like I'm keeping to myself. And then all of a sudden, I would just groan or I'd sigh the ugliest sound of frustration because there's a moment that I can't erase that keeps replaying in my head. I've been too careful to mention this because I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but my toes have been stepped on and it makes me uneasy. This conversation that I had, ugh, I dread it so much, but I need to say it. Let's say I was the token black girl once upon a time. Looking at it from a certain perspective, it's normal, right? But what happens when you step out of that situation? You're like, wait a minute. So I've expressed the realization of certain situations that used to happen when I was a 2D as they call them on Mixedish. Is it 2D? <laughs> there are things that I now see. As much as they were innocent, they are microaggressions that were oblivious to us as kids. It's not like they happened on purpose from those who were around me, but they were influenced by adults, right? Because your normal household is not my normal household. So what might be wrong in your household might not be wrong in mine. But as kids, we don't think about that. And whatever mutual ground we find is that, is that which we are taught in school. But still, your parents have an influence in how you behave and who you are out there in the world when you're a child. Why did I dive so deep into the past and child development? This uncomfortable conversation that I had transported me back to things that were said to me when I was a kid. At the time, I laughed, but seven years later, not having been around the same crowd anymore or circumstances that are even remotely the same, those words mean something different to me. There are still things that happen that are sort of similar, if not worse. One time, it happened indirectly. Another happened very directly, and in both situations, I completely shut out the people. Because A... It's not my responsibility to teach people my age who have as much access to information as I do about wrong or right. B. Certain things don't deserve my energy because I genuinely understand that you and I do not share a background, so I get where your opinion is coming from. But only, only if you're about 30 years older than me or so. Which leads me to C. I shall never argue with an adult ever some people would argue that it is with all adults i'd like to think not but i've learned not to argue with adults or try to convince them not to change their minds but to listen to what i have to say or what i am saying they're adults they've lived a long time and they've been wired the same since 19 if they've never come across some life-changing situation that somehow altered their wiring so that's pretty simple right that's where i know i should be backing out now but it still has me beat in that should this happen and i stay quiet isn't this going to happen to someone else aren't these people going to walk around doing the same things thinking because i permitted that then it's okay for them to do specific things again Listen, I didn't permit it. I didn't say anything. But because I didn't say anything, I said something. 
like I agreed or I approved. Is it my problem? No. But who's to say little old me is going to change anything? If they were important to me, I suppose it would be my problem, but it's really not. And this is more on the serious side of things. And it feels bigger than me, so it's not exactly a me problem. A me problem is when something not nice happens to me, and then I don't know if I should say something. I suffer very badly from that not being able to take your own advice situation. Recently, I made a purchase. <laughs> I made a purchase which I was not happy with. I regret, like, yo. And I would usually lodge a complaint, like I'm quick to lodge a complaint because money doesn't grow in my backyard. I don't buy things for the sake of buying. And if I buy, I thoroughly research the product and go through many reviews because I don't want to come back and buy again or, you know, have to go elsewhere and buy that same thing with better quality for even more money. After I'd spent this amount of money and then... Like, I'd rather buy for more money the first time, knowing I won't be returning in a long time. So I saw that one of my friends bought something that I wanted, and she had nice things to say about it. Okay, cool. You know, because it's proof. Because I trust in her taste, I also trust the brand. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I purchased, the package came, and when I opened it, you know when your package from wherever comes and you're so excited? But this one, none of that. Nothing. Instead, I was like, is this real? I was in such disbelief at the condition in which my purchase product came. I won't even say much about the product. I won't even start there. But the packaging. Other than that disbelief, I was also trying to figure out how my friend could create such a big lie. But also, Raineth, you could have paid a hundred rand more and avoided any of this. But the one thing I was stuck on was how my friend made these people look good when she knew. Like, she knew. <laughs> okay, I don't want to tell this story. I'm laughing because the frustration is fresh and I feel it now. I feel it. So... Still, like to this day, I haven't confronted her and I didn't know at the time what to do. Do I confront her or do I confront the people? I mean, they're a small business, so at least they are fed. I just can't get over this disappointment. You know that type of regret where you're like, where you wish you could just take back time. And I sat with this thing for a very long time and wondered what I should do. If I do tell my friend, like she'll feel bad. Because I'm going to rain down on her. <laughs> I, I'm going to express my disappointment. And then I'm just thinking if it were me in her shoes. First of all, I wouldn't have lied. I'd feel so bad that I misled someone. But I also thought if I tell the people that I bought from. How am I going to say like in a nice way? Because they're a small brand and they're just now coming up. But how do I say, listen, I'm not happy with this product. You can really do better if you want to grow your brand because it was just unacceptable. I've been disappointed before, but that was just a disappointment that I didn't want to deal with. Last story, promise. It's deep. 
<laughs> One time I held on to a secret for a long time. It kind of sort of ate me up inside because I didn't want to have it anymore. And then when I finally told this person, they didn't talk to me for long. And when they did come back into my life, it was hard for me to trust them because I thought, you know, I thought there would always be this thing hanging in the air. But also I, from that experience, I learned to keep a lot of things to myself. So I kind of creeped far into myself that aside from being completely awkward, because that's, that's how I am, I was even worse. I think now I'm better, but I, I, I'm very quick to see red flags. If I shared something personal or anything that involved them, they would just go silent on me or not treat me the same anymore. It was so bad that, I don't know, I felt like that thing that they have in their head just broke. And then they saw me and then they'd be running miles away or something. So you know on How I Met Your Mother where, <laughs> where the glass breaks. Bing, 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 bing. And then the people kind of realize like, oh shoot, how didn't I see this before about you? Exactly. So with these stories, I'm just trying to show that I have this albatross of not knowing when to speak or not. I've always had my voice. It's just... I've had difficulty in where and how to use my voice. And this is an albatross that I've been carrying for the past 24 and a half years of my life where I do this dance inside my head before I can fully function. Especially if I know it will influence my relationship with somebody or influence my environment in some way. I guess it's not about whether people will like me or not. I am awkward. <laughs> Thus, I don't put myself in certain situations, more often in social situations where things like these do tend to happen. It becomes hard when you're genuinely unhappy or you feel strongly about something and you're afraid that if you say something or anything, then these will be the consequences or if you do eventually speak up, then you wish you never did. And the worst thing that happens to me is that sometimes I'll be unhappy with something and then I'll somehow convince myself that it's nothing so that I don't feel either or. Or I'll start to question the seriousness of it. If I say something, then someone might think I'm taking myself way too seriously or that it's not that big of a deal. I'm being too sensitive. If I do speak, I'll be like, am I annoying? Because <laughs> now it feels awkward. My solution is that if I'm in a space for a long time, then it's imperative for me to feel comfortable, right? It's kind of counterintuitive, but I'll suck it up until I'm out. Rather I be that small amount of unhappy than find myself in a big amount of awkward. But if it's a short amount of time, then you'll hear the Leo in me roar because... I won't have to face these people again. It's bad. Don't do it. It should be the other way around. In long-term situations, you assert that everyone should be comfortable and be respected. I'm not saying you have to put up with nonsense. Part of it is also knowing when, like when it's a temporary situation, when you should speak. Assess whether or not it's worth making a big hoo-ha. But in all honesty though, don't suck shit up. It'll just build up inside you and like you'll blow up anyway and be in an even bigger situation. 
I'm trying my best not to be the socially awkward person and to start being polite and to navigate the world without too many glitches because sometimes it's hard, hey? But there are some interactions I have that make me want to creep back into myself. Very deep into myself. I wish I'd never shared or spoken. But because we're social beings, that won't be a possibility to just live off on my own or to pick and choose who I'd rather interact with. I can, but sometimes you're forced into hanging out with people who you'd rather not be around. So I'll suck up those moments. Right now the biggest challenge I have is being in a creative space. Introversion in a creative space is kind of hard. You'll find that everyone wants to shine and some shine bigger than others because I don't know, their personalities are better suited for it. They're all really colorful, right? And everyone is so comfortable with each other, it's nice to see. But it's like we forget that aside from this creative realm, we are ordinary human beings with different personalities. So I laugh because sometimes I think it's completely stupid, but I want to be that colorful person. And then I look at myself and where they are these bright yellow, blue, green, purple and whatnot colors, I'm on the pastel side of shades. It's not that I'm watered down. <laughs> it's my own color as well. There are other pastel shades. For me to be as bright would be for me to be as extravagant. I don't know if it's the right word. English degree down the drain. Maybe extroverted. Yeah, those things that have to do with extra. <laughs> I really don't mean it in a bad way. But even if I try to be extroverted, I'll get back to me. I'll just return back to myself. There have been so many times where I was like, okay, let's find mutual ground, let's be nice and civil. And then someone would cross a boundary and then I would feel uncomfortable like, why did I even? Do I speak up? Or is it going to influence my environment now? And so I'll just avoid it. But it still makes the environment uncomfortable, knowing that I'm still going to be stuck with you for a long time. So how do I get my boundaries without feeling like I shouldn't have said anything? And this isn't any situation. But I'm just going to close this off with this. It's nice finding your voice, right? It's just confusing in a world where everyone's voices may be louder than yours or some may be softer than yours or... You know, people use their voices for different situations. And in a world where you are just now finding your voice, like you had it, you acquired it a long time ago, it's just that it now comes where you have to learn to use your voice. You need to assess situations on whether or not some things are worth saying. Because sometimes your piece is more important than bickering with people who don't get it. Honestly, even if you do decide to use your voice to speak up against certain situations or, you know, whatever, to just navigate through the world, whatever you say, don't be mean. How you say something will always affect the way it penetrates people's minds. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't find a better word than that. With all due respect, I think is a nice way to speak up on situations where you disagree with people or where you need to set up boundaries because it kind of lets you know or lets them know that you respect them as well and that you want you 
you want the same. And if it's something that bothers you and it needs to be addressed, talk about it. Don't be afraid to use your voice. I read somewhere that the right people hear you differently. And it meant quite a lot to me because even if I struggle to use my voice, I've had some people who understand what I want to say and it's a feeling I can't describe in a world where I feel like I'm completely misunderstood sometimes. Oh, <laughs> it's a relief because I don't know. I feel like I get kind of panicky sometimes. But hey darlings, have yourself a wonderful week. I see that the river is on season 4. Season 4 guys, I remember when this thing started. I took an off ramp, but I don't catch up with anything as much as I do with this. Makes for some interesting conversation with my mother. Let me love and leave you. Have an awesome week. I'll meet you on Friday. Thank you for listening. Remember to do the things on the social. That's at Elisa underscore SA on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Christeray on Twitter. And this has been me. I'm tapping out. Take care of yourself, seeds. Hi, Raineth here. Around the time that I started my podcast, I was told by someone that they wanted to start a podcast too, but they didn't know how. Well, it has never been this easy to share your thoughts with the world, certainly not in limited characters anyway. I joined Buzzsprout because I wanted a podcast-friendly environment that will have the work that I do with every episode. I'm not looking back. Buzzsprout is home to a 100,000 podcasters. It's an ideal choice because not only do they give you detailed analytics to show how your podcast is doing, they'll give you tools to promote your episodes and an easily accessible podcast website where anyone can listen to your podcast. And because they think of your listeners' needs as well, the website will have a directory of where your episodes are available as well. If you'd like to try your hand at podcasting, Buzzsprout is an option to consider. You can use the link in our description to check it out. You will get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and in addition, help support our show.